Oh, don't you leal as a guest me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. No, no, 45 minutes into the show, they're like, maybe we should talk to Leal. Yeah, I've been talking stuff. the whole time. Leal's doing stuff, though. I want to know what Leal's up to. I mean, we could talk about going backwards on a toilet for another 30 minutes, but I bet Leal's doing stuff. Dyke Michaels making food and he's making comedy too. That he is Jay McKee is co-hosting with the guy I mentioned previously. Sauce bar sacks on the one to two. So good he calls them twos and threes. And as always, there's a guest who is sure to please on Hi and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me as always, my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. Slappy Pappy Wan Wan. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last woke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan. Oh, hey there. <laughs> <laughs> Two very special guests with us in studio today. Uh, you know him, you love him. Resu- returning uh, previous co-host, give it up for Chris King. Thank you. Did you start out with risotto? <laughs> <laughs> Classic risotto. You know him, risotto. You. you know him, risotto. <laughs> Chris King. And uh, so, Leo, I've known you about 12 years, right? Yeah. About yeah. 12 years. Yeah. And yeah. I found out uh, about a year ago that I've been mispronouncing your name for over a decade. That's not surprising to me at all. The first name? No, we know his name's Leo. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's actually not my first it's, name either. That would be, that would be embarrassing. It's his like, name is Eel. It's, it's been lol the entire time. <laughs> but your your last name was actually Ranson, right? Yeah. And I've been saying Ransone for over uh, a decade, and you've never well, I, corrected me. I thought you always just did that as a bit. No. <laughs> oh. I genuinely thought that was a bit. That would be such commitment to a bit yeah. if I just... No. So... Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm not going to say it right now because I just thought we were. It, I thought we were cool, and you gave me a nickname. In I'm my not in my head, it's always been Lil Ransom. <laughs> I think that's what I thought it was too. We put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Ransom. No, it's, it's Ransom. Ransom. Yeah, he's like my friends call me Ransom. Is that what you prefer? <laughs> like, if you could choose a last name, would you say Ransom versus Ransom? I mean, I was never given a choice. No, no, the Ransom <laughs> seems like a real name. how last names work, Chris. Ransom seems like you made it up. Ransom seems like a real last name. Anyway, welcome to the show, Lil, <laughs> Lil Ranson, everybody. Lil Ranson, welcome to the show. Yeah. Uh, you guys came on a, well, you didn't like pop in on a very special day. I invited yeah. you, you, you invited specifically. Us, yeah. An and hour before we were supposed to be here. There yeah. was some time issues, yes. Uh, yeah. uh, so this was a reunion of sorts of McNivens, yeah. and we've talked about it uh, over the years on, on Heart of Brunch, yeah. that Chris and I both worked at McNivens, mm-hmm. but we had a bunch of the people. I don't know how many jobs people still hang out with and look forward to getting together with a group of people they worked with over a decade yeah. ago. I have one, and it's this one. Yeah. 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 You spoiled the ending man why would you bury his lead that's where he was going clearly it's my oh. first time it's it's gonna be your last so, so anyway i worked at O'Charlie's, and those people were great I, real friends second tier is you guys and uh no but uh so so we actually have the studio full of people everyone's yeah. in here watching right now uh uh, so it's been a very fun day, and I was trying to think of because we all worked at McNiven's, a Scottish restaurant. Yeah, and so my first idea was to make Scottish food, and then right. I was like, "Do we want to do that? Nobody wants to eat. <laughs> Nobody that. wants to eat <laughs> Sc- haggis when it's ninety degrees outside." <laughs> so, <laughs> so then my uh, so then my the second idea so. And I thought more people watch it. Everyone that I know is asking me if I'm watching the show The Bear. Yeah, and because it's it's really popular right now. It's kind of like when I opened the food truck. Everybody's like, hey, "You ever seen the movie Chef?" And everybody wanted to ask me. So everyone's asking me about The Bear, which is about the restaurant industry. And it was it's been so hyped up. One, it's every plot point was spoiled for me. Yeah. Two. I've seen no spoilers yet, so don't. Okay, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't like spoilers. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> Damn, I'm not gonna why? spoil it. Why would you need to do that on this show? Like, well, we have to spoil <laughs> the bear for Leo. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna talk about a little bit about the show. I won't spoil any sure. major plot points. But uh, the thing that made me think about doing it was because I saw them eating family meal together, and it just it just reminded me of McNiven's and like yeah. I mean our family meals were usually over a trash can in the back yeah, you know that's right but like uh, <laughs> some of these were legit family meals though no no mm. I'm gonna stop right there Leo <laughs> for you they were family meals because I remember Leo for a little bit I don't know if you recall but you were my manager for a while and I remember as the manager Leo's favorite meal was the uh, was the, like the, the shrimp and pasta 
What was the? It was a shrimp Alfredo. Shrimp Alfredo. <laughs> no, shrimp, and first of all, it was shrimp scampi. Yeah, there we go. And you, I didn't you make go it real. all like what the menu was. Yeah, I would yeah, go back yeah. there and make it myself. That's right. Because the menu version was garbage. So the rumor was always that you managed it because you got a free meal. Is that true, Leo? Do you think that that was... Percentage-wise, do you think it was like 80% like 20, shrimp scampi? 20-80. Management is shrimp scampi. Yeah. Every time I remember like being there and for like a good hour, it was like, where's Leo? I've definitely gone into work before just to eat. You know, yeah. like I've definitely been yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to work today, but no, I would like great. to eat food. So yeah. that was the benefit. I'm not yeah. mad at you, Lil. I mean, I would um, eat during, during, before, after. I, I've never actually been managed by someone with pasta in their mouth, but you did. <laughs> no one could have done it better than Leo. You know, I'm gonna it say takes that right a certain now. amount of a plum, you know? <laughs> so the bear. So yeah, so I just I started watching the show and I was just like, uh, the the overall thing is the guy comes to take over his brother's restaurant that's failing, and um, spoilers, it's it's, a, it's a, I don't have a brother. I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> that's the show, Leo. He's spoiling uh, the show gotcha. for you. It's not. It's now not. he gets it. It's just like if you read the back of it and we were selling it, like a trailer would show you. Would you read gotcha. the back of the VHS? Yes, I'm that old. Is crazy. <laughs> you yeah. were in the back of the bear VHS when you went to Blockbuster to rent it. It was spoiled right. for you anyway. Chris, shut the fuck up. Uh, you're uh, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Forgot how difficult this was. All right, so so anyway, the bear. So I made food from the bear, and that's what we ate today. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what do we so, have? So, exactly. So are we going to make Chris guess? Uh, no, Chris knows what we We want less Chris talking on the mic, so we're not trying to advocate for more. Can we slide this over to Zach for a second? Zach, please tell us about the first yeah. course. I started out with the uh, spaghetti pomodoro. Uh, I chose it because it was the easy one. It was just you know spaghetti <laughs> and tomato sauce. Um, yeah, it was a big old bowl of spaghetti. It was really good. Sunday gravy. Have you ever heard the phrase Sunday gravy? Yeah. In reference to spaghetti, Zach never had. Oh, I thought you were saying Sunday gravy. I have dirty. Exactly. <laughs> it didn't sound. It didn't can, sound like a food thing. Can I get some more of your Sunday gravy, please? <laughs> yeah, I said no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then so we also did the uh, Italian beef. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, on the show, one of the characters is working on a uh, Coca Cola Bray short rib with risotto. And then another one of the characters is working on uh, like a chocolate orange cake, so all all stuff directly. We from had those the things. We ate oh, and we ate all those yeah, things. We did delicious. Yeah, yeah, very very good. And I, they were all pretty straightforward. If you didn't know what they were, I'd be worried. Did you know what they were though? Yeah, I knew yeah, Leo got it. <laughs> were you lots of basil in the pasta? It was really good. <laughs> oh, that was good. Was it the beers from the show as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. So also keeping in theme of Chicago, the old style, and then the Daisy Cutter. So and then from Half Acre, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to go blue collar, and then wanted to go a little bit craft, and then and then uh, Thad bursting out, uh, bur- not bursting out, sorry, wow. busting, wow. you are busting out of that jacket. Well, thank you. But, that was, yeah, busted out the. This, this reminds me of the the SNL sketch. Uh, oh, the bears, the bears. The bears. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why I wore this. That's yeah. great. It, it's a bears jacket. Yeah, is that like the eighties bears? It's the yeah, it's the eighties bears where they're winning. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Not Super now bowls. when they're losing. Nope. Is that going to be, that's going to be, I don't remember how the video's cuts go, but in the video, they'll see his jacket. So when you said it's a Bears thing, it'll be embarrassing, but on the on the podcast, like, audibly, they're not going to be embarrassed for you. What are you talking about? Well, because yeah, no he said, well, he, he was, literally just explained the jacket. No, 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 so because he said, is it, is it a Chicago Bears jacket? It took a while. But audibly, this is taking that, so much longer. You're right. You're, no, Leo's right. This is what it was like to be managed by Leo. But imagine more pasta while he's talking. It's just like that. You're the pasta man right now. <laughs> you're leeling me to death yeah. over here, man. Oh my god, that's true. No one knows what that means. So wait, 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 wait. I love podcasts. It's inside jokes. So you <laughs> manage every podcast. Needs. Sorry, sorry, sorry for interrupting. No, uh, it's just a loose term. I was given the keys, and <laughs> Stu yeah. didn't like Chris, so I could tell him what to do. Wait, that was like the manager Chris? of uh, no. McNiven's. Yeah. It was I'm a sorry. common theme amongst the McNiven's staff. <laughs> okay. Not liking Chris. Not liking Chris. Wait, about, so Chris wasn't in charge at all? No. no. And he talked like this? Yes. yes. And he, yeah, he always is like this. And, yeah. he, ne- and he never got fired there. I actually did get caught fired. Everybody shut up. I was okay. fired multiple times, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice? Uh, is it two or three? Three times, actually. Three times. Three times, yeah. So yeah. you can say... So hold on. Can we go, can we go real... through them in chronological order? Because this is a McNiven's podcast, and I really just want to do this real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chris. I yeah. So the first time you got fired. The first time was definitely the, the main time, which was the I don't need your backstory firing. 
That was when I was fired, fired. That was when he told an old man at the bar who nope, asked for a nope. cocktail. Oh, you're right. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, he's right. He's right. That, uh, yes. the, the, he, the person asked for the cocktail. I was bartending with him this night. Yeah. And he tried to explain to him the kind of cocktail that he wanted. He said, Mai tai. I don't need the backstory. Yeah, I'll I just it. want to know what the fucking drink is. I don't think I used the... Yeah, I did. You did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Which led to a very angry email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, what happened was it was the dude's father-in-law, and then a guy. Uh, his it was a wedding party. And I then, need the backstory. And then later, exactly, <laughs> and then, exactly. And then later, the guy on his honeymoon was like, second day of his honeymoon, like, you know what? Honeymoons are great. But you know what I really need to do during my honeymoon? Write to Stu, the the owner of McDivins, about that fucking guy who did me my backstory. That was the first firing. Yeah, and then the second one was really you ruined getting... someone's honeymoon, yeah, Chris. Not, you yeah. ruined someone's. Listen, I gotta tell you, if me giving, if me giving bad McNiven service ruins a honeymoon, the wedding ruined the honeymoon. That's what that is. <laughs> well, people want to have a good experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the second one? The second two were really just scheduling situations. Like for a while, I had like you know another job, and then you just I was, didn't show up. I just didn't. Uh, actually, that is what happened. I just didn't show yeah. up, and then hey. I was told, "Hey, maybe yeah, don't come like in here." It's not like a half day situation. We're gonna need you to go ahead no, and come it was the on full, in. The full day, yeah, the full day. And That's I could, a fancy but way then the to last say negligence. Of it, the last of it was really was really just working like the Sundays, and then that was I think that was the COVID times, and like, hey, we need to give money to people that actually work here. And you don't. <laughs> that was that was okay. the third time. But the first firing was really the real fire. The first was firing was legit. Yeah, it was for real. Also, were, yeah. we forgot to bury the lead. It's uh, it's Chris King's birthday today. Not today. Not today. It was yeah. Chris King's birthday. July 12th, many, many days ago. This whole week. Happy, black happy birthday to you. Is it playing right now? <laughs> or like headphones? Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to yeah. you. I'm too white for a black birthday. That's what that is. Oh, oh, you're too white for a... I just don't feel like. I mean, it's great, but it's like you it's can't. like it's like if a white guy has his her. Like you don't know what it's like. I don't deserve that to be able to. You know, I don't think those things are equal at all. I don't Let's move on. They'll get it. <laughs> you say this is like if a white guy drinks scissor. Is that what no, you said? No, no, no. I, I don't feel like it's. <laughs> that would be really funny if he said that. But it's wait, a lot like that. I didn't understand what you said. Well, I just don't think like it's me like to to to, to appropriate pronouns. Like I need to say him him his or whatever. That's not fair. I'm not in the struggle. Yeah. Just an old white guy. Right. Well, it's, it makes it worse without that. Are you saying you can use up all the pronouns? <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying like nobody else gets them. Like really if you wish. use them, then like you know, some poor know. person can't have them I don't know somewhere why, else. But everything I'm saying seems worse when there's no headphones. I think that's that's a lot of it. I'm I gonna blame it on I that. I wouldn't blame the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> the calls are coming from inside the house. <laughs> so basically, what we're saying, if, oh my if God. you will. Um, for Chris to keep his job, it was a real bear. Uh, hit that boo button. Like that. That's yeah, a that was, like that. That's that was terrible. But I do appreciate that you taking away from my embarrassment by creating your own. That's, <laughs> that's nice what you. I do. That's very nice to see you. You're uh, a good host. So let me tell you how I woke up yesterday morning. Uh, I was I was in a, <laughs> okay. a sound asleep. Yeah. And I woke up to Thad screaming through my door. <laughs> okay. Dyke, wake up. Dyke, wake up. I think you fell asleep on your phone. <laughs> Or the Harder Brunch account has gotten hacked. <laughs> All right. To be fair, I woke up by this zzz, 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 and there's tons of posts. Hold on, we, hold on, hold on. I don't don't give that part of the story yet because I want you to hear my experience okay. first. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't okay. have this information. Yeah, yeah. I woke it's up like a run, little run situation. I've been woken up like t one other time like that, and it yeah. was on nine eleven. <laughs> oh wow! It was the oh, last time funny. I got woke up. Woke up. We're under attack. You and Thad lived together at nine eleven. No, but okay. that was the last time someone woke me up. It's like that's a long relationship. You think I'm always waking them up? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. He's like, the, 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 the Hindenburg God, I fucked that up. <laughs> Wah, wah. Does wow. that button? Do you have that wow. button for that joke? That was terrible. That was. I wish weird. we could edit that out, but the I know for a fact bad. we can't. It was strictly the delivery. Uh, I like the how joke you thought about it for solid. a long time during the talking. Yeah. That's how you know if the joke's mm -hmm. funny. Uh, so you know, he wakes me. He's like, he's like, die quick. And so I wake. Uh, first of all. I don't have. I'm naked, so I'm just like. Why? I'm like. Uh, Why? I'm like, uh, I just Why? Why not? Just, uh, yeah. Are you naked when you sleep, Lou? Sometimes. Okay. Well, I'm the asshole then. Okay, go ahead. So, so your dick's out. So I'm, I mean, I, I mean, out. Yes. <laughs> it's not 
been attached to you. Yeah, it's where it always is. <laughs> he has an Audi. He does have an Audi. I don't know. I can't prove this. You call this big an Audi? Well, does that mean you have an Annie? That's not what Annie's are. That's not what Annie's are. So, oh, that's so, my so, past so that. I'm just like picking up. I'm throwing my pillows. I'm stripping yeah, the sheets. I'm looking show. at this phone. Right. And I'm like, where am I laying on it? I strip all everything off of my bed. There's no yeah. phone. So you went the better I'm, naked I'm, at this I'm, point. I'm, I'm digging under the. I'm also kind of concerned that Dad is so worried that he's just gonna come bursting in my room, and I'm just gonna be naked, <laughs> like tossing sheets. Yeah. Up. So now I'm yeah. just trying to like wiggle some pants on real quick. <laughs> and I'm and, and I'm just thinking whatever bad things happening, I'm imagining that every second I don't find my phone. <laughs> Another hack is coming worse. through. Like I don't know yeah. what's exactly what's happening. Yeah. But I in my head what happened was somehow I like rolled over on my phone and I'm just like sending porn out under the harder brunch account to people. That's who you go to. Yeah, because the way he was scared about it was just like You're doing like, it again. We're actively being canceled right yeah. now. So I'm just like, okay, okay. And then he's just like, no, no. He's like, it's fine. He goes, Your phone's out here. It was Zach. And I was like, what did you do? What do you mean it was Zach? So I'm trying to post on the account and it freezes. And so I hit the fucking button like 30 or 40 times. Yeah. And then it closes out and I open it up and apparently it posted every single one of those times. And, you know, him and Thad and Harder Brunch and me and the guest are all tagged on this. So it's just fucking blowing stuff up. And I'm trying to delete them, but like, it's posting. Is it the video or is it pictures? It's a video. Yeah. yeah, it was a video. It was the same video over and over and over. I'm getting these texts <laughs> yeah. from Thad. Like, That's what actually, is happening? what's really funny is what you experience is what my Instagram looks like because I'm friends with all of you and Harder Brunch. So I had to see the same video like eight times. So essentially <laughs> what, you're, what you're telling me is just my regular Instagram experience. Like, oh, good, another Harder Brunch video. That's exactly the same. It sounds like you should diversify. Yeah. I only have five friends, <laughs> and it's all hard brunch. So what I'm thinking is happening, okay, Zach's, or someone's posting. I was like, oh, let's check out these posts. I'm, I'm getting woken up. I was like, wait, there's a lot. There's three. I'm like, four, five. And I'm like looking like, oh, gosh, this is a problem. Dad's yeah. sleeping on his phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. And That's then, a reasonable assumption, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I lightly knock on the door. I said, <laughs> I just lightly knock on the door. I said, Everybody panic! Order yeah. <laughs> attack! Panic right now! <laughs> that's what I said, and I was yeah. like, because I was scared. Like this is like everything we built up is now yeah. getting crashed, crashing down. By, he yeah. lightly knocked on the door, like they gave a gentle massage to Rodney King. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jesus Good Christ! Reference. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad the audience Chris is like, like you said they beat him up. up. Yeah. Well, anyways. <laughs> I didn't know what you were offended at at that point, but. <laughs> <laughs> and so and, and I'm and, and I'm hearing Dyke. It sounds like yeah. a bull just got shot with a tranquilizer, <laughs> yeah, and is like trying not to go oh, down. Is that, is that the sound of you wiggling in your pants? Yeah, I'm like, oh no! Like, what are you doing? I'm wiggling yeah. into my pants. So yeah, so I'm trying to figure out like, is this I mean, from Dyke or is this like a hacker? Or, like, yeah. do I have to take out Dyke? Someone hacking wrestling little someone? pants. Something's yeah, happening. Like, there's someone else in there with them? Yeah. I'm thinking I gotta buy a gun real quick and then just take him out. I mean, I think several of us in the room have startled Mike Dyke awake, and that, that sounds very familiar to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he yeah, was yeah. wearing clothes and you startled him awake, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was downstairs in the basement. Oh, was that when he was, oh, on the toilet? No. Oh, okay. But we I don't think I ever, ever fell asleep on the downstairs in McNiven's toilet. No, only the sure? upstairs one that I know of. The upstairs for sure. Oh, yeah. A couple times. How many would you say? Once in a chef outfit. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I was there for. Actually, I think someone crawled under the stall to wake him up. Like what? A, what? A, it, the thing is, as terrifying as it is to crawl under somebody while naked on the toilet. Well, not naked, but in a chef's outfit. Yeah, he pooping. wasn't naked at all. He was just wearing a chef's. Academy. I would say uh, I was uh, overdressed for Daffy the toilet. Ducking. I would say you were or Donald Ducking is what that is. When it's bottom, do you know what that is? Donald Ducking, Leo. No, it's uh, bottoms off. So just a shirt hanging over yeah. your undercarriage. Nobody was doing that. No, no, no! You were on the toilet because yeah. you were doing your business, and no, then he fell wasn't. Asleep. He just went in there to fall asleep. That was you his, just like, fell asleep fully clothed on the that toilet. That was his like safety move for years. He would oh, just go but I thought he was like I thought he was like going to the bathroom and no, like no, no, no. no. he's going no. to the bathroom and it's a then place to sit down. Yeah, sit isn't that down. more embarrassing? Though? I thought he was working something out and he fell asleep. Take no. a little nap, well, recharge. First, yeah, first one. Everybody should Donald Duck on the toilet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I think if you do it initially, great. But if you're like in an extended amount of time, Donald ducking, then it's like, hey, wait, you take your pants off every. time? you poop is that right 
I pull them down. Yes. Okay. I don't have a hole in my jeans. I think it's around <laughs> your I just no. crap but out I of my jeans. around your ankles. It's not technically Daffy Ducking at that point. Because, it's, because yeah. he can still Daffy run because he doesn't have pants. Donald Duck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a soft Donald Duck. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah, a you're soft right. Donald Duck. That is when a I soft poop. Donald Duck. Yeah, I've heard that. How can we know? I, can, I don't think that's how that works at all. Is, have you ever turned around the other way when you were going to poop? Yeah, and they like, use that nice little tray to like <laughs> to do wait, what? What would you wait, do with turn the turn around? First of all, it's the back of the toilet. <laughs> what you never gone talking about? I'm just saying, you've never gone reverse cowgirl on the toilet before. What do you call? I love that he called the back of the toilet a tray. What are you putting on this tray? Like, oh, like a nice little charcuterie on the back of my tray. That's the toilet, sir. So you're saying the toilet's here, and I, instead of turning around like this, yeah, you spin yeah. it around. I just jump yeah. on. Yeah. Like Dike wants, wants something to hug. No, you don't need to put your feet just on. Like a weirdo. Oh, don't yeah, make it weird. Yeah, don't be ridiculous. And two, if you're going to be backwards on a toilet, don't be silly. Honestly, everybody reverse cowgirls on a toilet. No. Mm-hmm. Other way is just regular <laughs> cowgirl. Yep. Thank right. you. Yeah, you're. Am right. I right? Yeah. You're always, right? always now, facing so away from the toilet. Yeah, you're all facing away. Oh, you're saying reverse. Right. I see. Right. Because you're not facing the. So actually, facing. By the, the letter of the law, you've destroyed my joke. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. I think the joke was the fact that you called the back of the toilet a tray. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I want to go back to, too. Can we have like, a boo button just, for all of us? I think we all get a boo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was awful. I'm just saying we could we could do an activity. Or anyway, something Leo's there. a guest, right? What are we uh, asking? Leo? Oh, don't you Leo as a guest, me <laughs> motherfucker? Yeah. No, no. Forty five minutes into the show, going maybe we should talk to Leo. Yeah, Leo's I've been doing talking stuff. The whole time. Leo's doing stuff, though. I want to know what Leo's up to. I mean, we could talk about going backwards on a toilet for another thirty minutes, but I bet Leo's doing stuff. Please ask him a question then. Oh, I'm the host now. Shrimp for brains. Leo, what are you doing right now? <laughs> I currently bartend at Vita. How is it going? It's great. How has COVID been? How has COVID? Were you there during COVID? And no. if not, okay, but how is the upswing? But you've been downtown. You've been industry downtown in Indianapolis for, I think, no less than 45 years. You're 108 <laughs> years old. Is it, what do you think? Is it better? Is it the worst? Is it the same? How do you feel about it? That's a really broad question. Yeah. Yeah. Answer Weird. how you want to answer. I mean, so I, mean COVID, I mean, COVID sucked for anybody. Yeah. I think, but I think especially people who like had to be at their jobs to do their jobs. Yeah. It sucked way worse. Yeah. Because like, there's lots of people who could like, you know, like, oh, I'll transition or I'll do this away or I'll, you know, I can't, you can't serve someone a beer from your own house. I mean, you can, right. but it, you can't make really money off of it. Right. <laughs> Not working. Big to differ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we've done here the entire time. Otherwise yeah. we wouldn't have a show. But do you think it's an uptick? I mean, you've been you've been Mass Ave for you were Mass Ave during yeah, COVID. Yeah, I mean, Mass Ave. I mean, Mass Ave was wildly different than it was twelve years ago when yeah. I started at main events. And how do you feel? I, I feel like though Mass Ave, especially the bartending scene, is sort of a litmus test for how downtown is going. Do you see like an uptick? I mean, COVID is definitely not over, obviously, but do you do you see like a, a extreme uptick in the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months? No, I mean, I think you're seeing people just get back to what used to seem normal. Honestly. Oh, okay. Okay. Like I, th- I think that that's more of what at least what I've seen is that like it feels more normal, even though there's like still like variants and stuff going around. Sure. But like, yeah, yeah, it just doesn't feel as weird to be outside and be around other people. Right. So you're saying the way, you it, see the way it, it did for years and years. Right, and years. right, right. But you're saying you see it as like getting back to where it was. You don't see it as like because I always thought it would be a situation where people would be so hyped about getting the fuck out of their house that it would be this huge pendulum swing where you would see all of a sudden everybody's coming out, even if you didn't. But I, you're you're saying you don't see that. No, I mean, I think I think that you know, you you maybe it feels like that for some people, but when sure. you're coming from a valley that's so deep, yeah, 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 like climbing up the other side of it, like that pendulum doesn't seem like it's cresting a mountain. If that makes sense, it's more it of does, like, yeah. like the hill seems smaller on the other side because the valley was so deep. Yeah, have you guys, have you guys noticed that like lunch isn't a thing anymore? Yeah, like, oh, that's like a we, great we, question. Like we've yeah. all worked like in places like I McDevins mean, used to have. A genuine yeah. lunch crap. Like yeah. you can make good That's money like working comment, lunch. Yeah. And I just I don't see that anymore. I don't know where people are going or like I think people are doing more like quick pickups. I don't know if it's because yeah. of the, or the delivery lunch hour, or delivery. I don't know if it's because the lunch hour shrank. Well, people or, aren't working downtown anymore. I mean, I think that's done a lot to downtown. Like I work from home. Yeah. So I don't I mean and I think like all of all of Salesforce, those guys all work from home. And mm. that's a huge crowd of people that used to used to do lunches downtown well it's one of those things where it's like it's like every it's like every drop in a bucket you know what i mean so it's like yeah if only t- 10 15 of people aren't working downtown anymore it's like yeah but like those are drops in the bucket that all add up to yeah. the bucket you i know mean 50 percent decrease in your crowd on lunch that's a big chunk of money i mean especially Huge. with the razor thin dividends at like- i mean even 15 percent like 
you you turn upside down for yeah. a, a month on a fifteen percent decrease, like yeah. you're upside down forever. Are you guys you guys are open for lunch? Oh. Vita, no. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. No. Yeah, that's the best. No, yeah, I I work at a super high end place that does yeah. tasting menu stuff. We're open five to ten Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah. It's awesome. I've got just Sunday. eat hot dogs um, for lunch. Real quick, I kind of we did kind of jump over it, but um, would you explain to the audience kind of like your restaurant history background? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I kind of fell backwards into this when I was a teenager in college. I got a food running gig at one of the hotels downtown and became a server at 19, became a bartender at 21, left the hotels for a little bit, went back to the hotels downtown, left them to go to McNiven's, did that for two years. My wife and I moved to South Carolina. She's been on the podcast before, Heather. Um, Heather Storm, shout yeah, out. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so we moved to South Carolina for two years, moved back, worked at McNiven's for two more years, and then worked up and down the avenue since then. Moved into management, went through the pandemic in management. It was awful. And then now I'm back to just bartending, which yeah, is nice. Amazing. Would you it say is. that you've done every position in the front of the house? Yes. And, and many in the back of the house? Yeah. Have you done back of the house? You've ever done back of the house before? Yeah. What did you do back of the house? Uh, so I've, I've line cooked before. When I ran a pizza place in South Carolina, oh, I, yeah, could, yeah. I could run every pizza position yeah. um, and some of the back. It's like some of like the fry and like, like stovetop positions. Um, yeah. When I was at Condado, I could run the line. I was a fry cook at the JW for like. You ran the line in Condado? Yeah. Is that intense? That seemed pretty intense. It's a it's a assembly line, basically, more yeah. or less. It's all gorditas, right? That's not a word that exists outside of Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know they don't call gorditas, but aren't they? What really? is a gordita to you? I'm very curious. <laughs> it's a thick uh, taco. Like the breading is not just regular taco crust; it's like a thicker bread taco, isn't all of? Uh, I genuinely don't know what a gordita is. I'm just, I'm just I just told you. you. Isn't that what it is? Though I have no idea. I'm just curious what you, you thought it was. But I'm saying, based on my definition, would you say that it's mostly gorditas at Cantito? Cantito. <laughs> You, you, okay, give me a percentage of gorditas. Based on my my, my definition, you're saying zero bread yes. breaded tacos. Yes, but isn't it like the stuffed taco situation? Don't you guys have the regular it's like, taco? It's like, a, it's like a double surrounded by a tortilla. It's like a double layer taco. That's a gordita, like a soft outside of a hard. That's a gordita. I don't think that's what a gordita. That's is. absolutely a gordita. I really don't think so. We will. I mean, I'm not going to be here for we'll the second half. We'll adjourn this to later. <laughs> yeah, but if it were, let's say that. Let's say that is a gordita. For argument's sake, how sure. many gorditas do you think? How many gorditas do you think it is? Like eighty percent, seventy percent? It's like asking me how many widgets there are. <laughs> no, no, no. But you're, by definition, it's the the tortilla with a hard shell inside. Let's define that as a gordita. For argument's sake, how many of those do you think you do in reference to like regular tacos? 80, 20, 90, 10? At Condado specifically. That's right. Uh, probably seventy-five. Yeah. So it's gorditas. Guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> Thank God. And we'll be back to answer those burning questions about gorditas. Is it a gordita or not? I don't know. I don't know what happened today. We'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to the Heart of Brunch podcast. Uh, if this is your first time watching, uh, that was Chris King. He was our uh, former co-host. He's a... Uh, a real spitfire, real, real, real full of energy. I believe we described him during the break as like the Tasmanian devil mixed with the Animaniacs. Yes, yeah, or five other Tasmanian devils <laughs> fighting in a wheelbarrow. Uh, but I will say this: like, there is a thing when somebody has that much chaotic energy and then they leave. It feels like they sucked all the energy out of the room before because I think everyone's so tired. <laughs> like we like we, we've had someone with positive energy come who was like hilarious in the first half and they leave and then it was just like I don't I don't even know if we can create funny anymore. I don't know how what to What should we do now? Yeah, what do we how do we do it? Um luckily for us Chris King wasn't being funny at all. <laughs> so I think we're good there. Uh, we are joined by Jake Johnson. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Jake, you've been on the show uh, many times on yeah. this and the After Brunch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Happy to be back. Uh, happy to have alliteration in my name. I am Jake Johnson, Chris King. You know, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. we're only, I thought that's why you asked me to yeah, be yeah. here. I feel like you yeah. should have gone first, just alphabetically speaking. That, that's what I was thinking. But again, Chris King. Tasmanian we, vacuum. We yeah. only we only want Leal to sit next to comic book characters. That's that's what I like. Ah. Yeah, it was like Clark Kent, you, Chris King, Lois Lane. Wait, am I Lois Lane or I thought I thought we were doing comic book names. I just oh. don't know who's an MM. I, I was struggling in the moment. I didn't, I didn't prepare oh, for that. M M M? Because we went J K L Lois Lane. I just I wasn't no, it wasn't alphabetically. Oh, I, I thought, thought we were just, doing that. I thought that's what we were doing too. Just hit but. the boo button. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's get Chris King back. 
I never thought I'd say this, but Chris King, please help us. No. When, you, when you describe Chris King getting fired from the same place three times, it's almost like lore. That's like restaurant lore yeah. in some kind of way. But that's what McNiven's was, I think. Like yeah. It is like one of the most unprecedented places I've ever worked so in my entire life. So much wild stuff happened. And it's funny because I, I, I kind of thought everyone had seen the bear. But it's also one of those things where it's like... There's kind of like a few responses. There's people like haven't watched it all. There's people that have watched it and are like uh, traumatized. Like I've heard a lot of people, like restaurant people, be like, it literally like brought up trauma. Like there's a whole episode where it's like a 20 minute episode, and half of it is just the restaurant being in the weeds. Yeah. And like you feel it. You feel the anxiety of the whole thing. Just people sh- screaming at each other. But, like, I also didn't watch that. Like, I don't know. Like, I guess I can kind of compartmentalize the two where I was just like, yeah. Like, I always say, like, one time, like, I remember when um, uh, Saving Private Ryan came out. Um, I was just trying to tell my grandpa about it who served in World War II. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Grandpa, you should watch this movie. It's about World War II. He's like, why would I want to watch that? Yeah, I feel like that's why, like, so when I told you that I hadn't watched it yet, like, Heather and I plan on watching it. It's just like, I know it's going to bring up feelings because, like, one of the things that I've been trying to do with, like, moving back out of management is, like, discovering myself not a like not as a restaurant worker but, like, as a person. Yeah. And, and like, what do I want to do? What hobbies do I want to have that aren't defined by, like, what I do in this business? Yeah, Because, yeah, like, yeah. so much a part of, like, I feel like especially if you're young, when you get into the business, you're like, okay, so I'm a bartender. That means I stay up at night. That means I go out after work. That means I do these things that are part of this job, but then like extend way past the job mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And so I feel like there's gonna be like a lot of stuff in the bear where like Heather and I, we got, we got to watch it together. Like I got to be in the right headspace for it. Cause like, no, hundred percent. It's like, I don't know that I'm ready for like some like trauma it's, things that mm. I'm going to like, that I know that I have in me that I've like lived through and like worked through kind of, mm-hmm. but not really. And like to have like that, it's I think I know it's gonna come out of me when I watch it. For me, I will say it got hyped up so much to me that it was like I did think about that because I don't have a lot of free time to watch TV. And when I do, I'm like, I I just want to be entertained for this hour. Right. I don't mm-hmm. want to like there's certain things like you can't just on a, a, a whim watch Schindler's list. You know what I mean? Like there's like certain things that you have to be like in the right frame of mind to like well you know this is not like hey it's a tuesday let's watch requiem for a dream how you do know? you how do you prepare how do you prepare for schindler's list by the way <laughs> <laughs> like how, like what have I, I, anyway saving private ryan's then schindler's list. <laughs> I, oh gosh okay. i just think there's yeah. has to, i think you actually should do it the other way yeah, i think i think you know, like, yeah, yeah, first and then you climb okay. the mountain yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. tom hanks happy kind of there's a happy ending you definitely want to end with tom hanks that's the palate cleanser you want you want the leal cut you want to watch the leal order it's got to end on a good note uh no but no 100% what I'm what I was saying is like there's certain days when I'm like do I have it in me to watch something heavy today yeah and like or do I just want to watch like you know Fuckboy boy island one of my friends on well you that's, know? Why, that's like, the way I feel about the bears like I have a lot of friends of mine who've been like you should watch the bear yeah. and they're the same friends of mine who were like you should watch bar rescue and I'm like no like that's like that's like being a surgeon and going home and watching like people do surgery yeah. on yeah. TV. Like, I was, I, I'm good. Like that's what I do every day. I don't need to watch yeah. that shit for fun when I get home. There's not a, like a lot of cops listening to Crime Junkie. Probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And if there are, like, they probably have some deep seated issues. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's let's call our cop. <laughs> we have a new line. Wait, do, I was gonna say, do we have one on the yeah, line? Yeah, we have a new segment where we just yeah. have a phone and we just, like pick up the cop. Just hey, just, just a walkie-talkie. Yeah, that you could just Mike like, from the suburbs because you know his yeah. name is Mike. <laughs> yeah, lot lot of Mike cops. That's what I'm saying. Black and white. Officer yeah. Hollandaise, are you on the line? <laughs> He's a brunch cop. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, no, I 100. percent So I like I put it off, put it off because I was like, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood, and then doing this episode kind of forced me to like, all right, you got to watch it. Honestly, not as bad as it was all kind of like built up to be like, I could kind of separate. Uh, I also watched it over a course of nights. So it wasn't yeah. like, like too heavy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fine. I feel like for me, it was so built up that when I finally watched it, it was kind of like, yeah, that was, I mean, you know, they used a lot of vocabulary words. And, like, that was the other thing, too, was just, like, man, this really shows you what it's like to work in a kitchen. And I'm, like, it was probably closer than most shows 
that like take place. You know, they say behind and hands and you know, like sharp and like. I, I, I think, I'm so lost. What you're saying right now? I think like it's the closest thing to uh, what waiting the movie was for serving, yeah, or like yeah, at least yeah. you know, like corporate chain serving or whatever. Mm. But even then, like it is lighthearted. Like I wouldn't go into it thinking like I'm going to be like yeah. experiencing trauma or whatever. It does use like the vote, like the necessary vocabulary. There's a lot of yelling. I mean, okay. there's, there's, there's a lot of yelling and stuff. But well, I wasn't trying to say like a tra- traumatic show. I was just trying to say that, like I think there are going to be things that I feel about at least two plot points that I'm aware of that are going to trigger things in me that mm. because of. Being in the industry for, I mean, I, I literally, I started doing this when I was 18 years old. I'm 36. Mm. I've been doing this for 18 years. Like half your life. Half, yeah, half, half of your like, like, entire like my, like my career is graduating high school this year, which is weird. What like, was, uh, what was your original, like, what was your degree in? Uh, so I, so I got into this job before I got my degree, but so my, my degree is from Butler in political science. Oh, okay. Well, what was the original plan? To go to law school. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought I was going to do yeah, yeah, yeah. for the longest time, honestly. I always find those things so interesting. Cause, like, I feel like now I've kind of gone the other way. And what, like, wait, one, to kind of circle back to what you're talking about. Yeah. I read this entire article um, recently about, <laughs> they have these goofy nicknames for everything these days, but there's a thing called soft quitting. Have you heard about that? No. And I was, I was like, soft quitting? What is that? But it's basically, like, about exactly what you're talking about, about, Working your job and not doing the bare minimum, but but finding that place between the bare minimum and what you were talking about of doing all the extras and putting all of your energy into it. And just like, how do I like show up, be good at my job and then like kind of shelf the rest of it and then have like a full life outside of my job? Yeah. And like that's kind of it was interesting to hear you say it because I just read this article about it. But it's like I think coming out of covid. I think a lot of people are in that mindset. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll be completely honest. Like, like having the food truck and stuff, it like killed any part of me that like had aspirations of wanting to be a restaurateur. Yeah. And I realized like, I love food. I love cooking. I love hospitality, but I don't necessarily want to like build a restaurant from the ground up. That's not what I want. And yeah. I, 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 I went to school thinking it was, I, I spent years of my life thinking like, this is what I want to do. This is the person I want to be. And then realize like, oh no, I just like parts of this. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like the overall thing. And there are things that you can do outside of being a restaurateur. You yeah. Know? Well, I think that's very, from, from my perspective, like I always thought I was either going to climb the corporate ladder and make a bunch of money in like restaurants or hotels. Cause I was good at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I was going to, like, go and, like, open my own thing and make it a thing. And what I realized during COVID, because I was forced for the first time since I was, like, really, like, 18 years old. Like, this is a true story, actually. I love my wife for this. Uh, I got laid off from the hotel, like, on a Thursday, I think it was. Thursday or a Friday. I was working at the JW Marriott downtown. Mm -hmm. And they treated us very well. I will say this. They treated us incredibly well through COVID and the shutdown and everything. Like, HR turned into, like, a how-do-you-get-unemployment-benefits workshop. Like, it was awesome. But so I was like, okay, I'm I'm laid off. I'll fire for unemployment for a week. But I got to go find another job. Like, I got to go do this. And And Heather, my wife, she was like, Why? Like you're supposed to stay home. Like just stay home. And I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't do that. Like we're gonna run out of money. Like we'll never be able to pay for the house. Like how, how am I gonna make this happen? Like wait, I can't do that. Like I gotta go find a job. She's like, we're fine. We and I'm like, no. We, she like she sat down one day and she like went through and she was like, with what we had, without even really like touching like deep savings, like four hundred one k stuff. Not that we have like a ton of money in that, but like there's money there. She's like, we can go six months on regular unemployment. And I was like. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll just sit still for a little bit yeah, and like wait for the world to come back around. And like in the process of that, like kind of changed my perspective because I, my whole life had been built around what I did for a living because it had to be, because when you work in this business, a lot of times, like it defines you because your hours define you, Mm -hmm. you know, like you have to work at night, you have to work on weekends there. You know, people want you to go out on like a Sunday randomly and you're like, I can't get rid of this shift. Like, there's no way around this. This is what I do. And so it comes to define who you are. And I let that happen to me for years. And so then, like, going through COVID and managing through it and saying, like, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And it kept not getting better. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. And, like, I still love our business. Like, what I do right now, 
I love because like I work at a place where everybody cares, the chef cares. We put out good food. It's very easy. You know what I mean? Because I'm working with I think the best chef in the city, with some of the best sommeliers in the city. Like we get to create and curate an experience, and just it's very easy to make people happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the people who come to us expect a certain level of thing, you know, which is nice. But I still like have to be at work from five to ten every Tuesday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, like we talked about this earlier, like if, yeah. I, if I if I need a Wednesday off, like I'm taking twenty percent of my income for the week away. There's no way around that. And like I don't want to keep doing that because yeah. when I sat down and thought about it, I was like. I think I'm ready to like do something else and like not define myself through this lens yeah. where like that's the only thing that I can derive pleasure from. I mean, I think everyone that we've talked to on the show from like even like Chef Alan Sternberg, you know, yeah. this is like um have had these thoughts and COVID I feel like just brought a big mirror up to like and like luckily for me, I feel like I kind of got this like uh, two years earlier where I had this like crisis of like what do i want to do like what do i want to be but i think covid made everyone go through that yeah you know and you know in a way or not. i mean jake we were just talking earlier i mean the same thing i feel like everyone in the food service business in general is like okay we've had these years under our belt it served us to different degrees what do we do now how do we do things different how do we do things so we're more whole people, so we're happier. Yeah, I mean, like, much to Leal's points, like, I, didn't, I don't know what else to do because I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And then again, like, the world turned upside down. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, like, oh, this is how I made a living? Like, this is not how yeah. people live anymore. Mm-hmm. What the fuck am I valuable for if it's not bringing people drinks and bringing people food, like, and describing things to people? You know, I mean, that's a very, but, it's a very but, superficial but time, way to describe like, it. Like, there's, there's also, like, a... It's it's like a drug addiction in a lot of ways because like you bring somebody something good and you immediately watch their face light up. Like hospitality mm-hmm. can be a drug like that. In, instant, like, instant grab. Like yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, like, that's you get what to watch. Yeah. You, get, you get to live, yeah. like if you're if you're good in this business, you get to make people's day constantly. And I don't care where you work. Like I don't care if you work at a dive bar or the best fine dining restaurant in the country. Like it doesn't matter. Like at the end of the day, like what you do is you make people's day because mm-hmm. they come to you for a variety of things. Sure. And so, like, there's a dopamine reaction I feel like you get from mm. that as a person who works in the business. Like, yeah. when I give somebody a drink, and this goes back to McNiven's or anywhere ever worked, when they get happy about that and they love it or they love the food or whatever, like, I get, like, a reflection of that sort of, like, dopamine reaction. And so it becomes, like, this self-fulfilling thing of, like, well, I, I love this. You love this. Now we're having this whole relationship yeah. around this shared love thing that we have. We just shared a moment. That's super rad. But then they move on, and we're all still there right. <laughs> doing the same thing. But it also gets hard to, like, work a normal job because that's not how normal people go through their lives. Like, they don't walk around every day, like, giving everyone they know, like, a cookie, basically, and watching their face light up. Because like, yeah. that's, like, basically what we do in this business. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, you, some of you sat in the conversation that I had with that cartoon character Chris King in your kitchen <laughs> a second ago. Uh, he was describing to me like how I can maybe get into communications. That's what I studied at mm-hmm. school. I would like to use my fancy receipt for something from Ball State University. Like it'd be nice, you yeah. know. Like I put money in yeah, that a shit. Lot of time and for like, fuck's sake, like I should do something with it, right? Like because mm-hmm. that's what I was told I was supposed to do at like eighteen years old. Um, but the way that he was describing it, it was just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna have a bunch of money and I'm gonna afford a Bronco at some point. Cool, but. I'm not going to be fulfilled on a daily basis the way that I do when I'm behind a bar or, yeah. you know, or at a restaurant. Like, see, and it's tough too. Is like, like I, so I was lucky enough at one point to get a chance to, um, oh my gosh, I'm going to forget his name right now. Gosh darn it. I'm going to move past the name. I'll come back to it. But he wrote, uh, the bartender's handbook. It's a manual. Um, it's a green book. Gosh darn it. Thaddeus. Anyways, what's that? Thaddeus. No, no. I don't think it was Thaddeus. His <laughs> first name's Jeff. Other Thaddeus. Um, his other, his, anyways, um, I, I got a chance. I met him at Cardinal Spirits down in Bloomington once. And I asked him, I was like, hey, so like you used to work behind the bar. You helped build the craft bar movement. Like, how do you move from, like, showing people new drinks that are, like, mind-blowing and, like, there's an immediate reaction into, like, doing other things? Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he's like, you just have to figure out where you find joy outside of work. And I was like, well, that's a weird thing to say. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and, like, he, like he still is ancillarily involved in 
in the bar business. He writes books and articles on like bar theory, bartender theory, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But you, that that dopamine reaction, that like instant gratification, you but get of like but, giving somebody food, giving somebody. But like, there's also a thing, little like when I, like I was talking to Jake about this off mic, and I'll say the same thing to you, like like this is the talent. This is the talent in the room. Like you guys can do whatever you want with your talent and, and, and figure out a way to monetize it later. You know what I'm saying? But like, like, like we did an event last week and like I said it in a weird way, but it, I, I meant it. I was like, there's over a hundred years experience. It sounded like a law firm, yeah. you know, but I was like, there's over a hundred years of experience behind this event, you know, because it was all service industry people. Yeah. And so it was just like, it went well and it would almost went so well that I was just like, Where's the other shoe going to drop? Yeah. Like, but then I was like, oh, yeah, there's also like a hundred years of experience behind this event. Like there was nobody on the team that wasn't doing something, you know, yeah. it's like and that kind of stuff. That's when I get really excited because it's like that's what I want the next chapter of my life to be is just like just all fun shit. I want to use everything that all the skill sets that I've learned, every bit of whatever networking and everything all rolled in. And then I just want to do my own shit and you can still find ways to get that dopamine hit because like we did all that. We lit up everyone's faces and it was just all our own event. And there's something like taking that ownership, even with this show, like even this, like being able to be like, you know what I want to do this week? I want all my friends at this bar I used to work at to come over to my house and eat brunch and I'll turn it into content. And some of it will have Chris King talking too much. But, like, most of it is Most good. of Brunch had that, too, honestly. <laughs> the, the fact that people make money off of unboxing videos tells me I can literally do any fucking thing in this yeah. world. Yeah. Like, you know, there there is a way, but, it, again, like... There is that. We all have that thing in us. We all have that thing that you were talking about of making that leap or, you know, being, you know, like, uh, how do I do, the, like, anything but what I've... But the thing is, like, we've done so much that you can tweak it just a little bit. And it's just like, you don't have to, like, you like you can figure out a way to bartend for yourself. Or you can figure out a way to serve people in different ways. And, like, I mean, this is a podcast, you know, like, but it has a food component to it. Like, I've just realized that, like, the thing that was twisting me up and getting, and I was like, you guys need to do this. But I'm like... I was getting twisted up on the food truck. Like I was just like every day I'd wake up and I just had this just twisting knot of anxiety and everything. And it was like, my life was my life. My livelihood was so caught up in it that it was just like, if this does not do well, like I fail, you know? And like, um, I just think at a certain age or something clicks over and you're just like, Oh man, I only have X amount of years. Yeah left on this earth and like how do i want to spend that time mm-hmm. you know do i want to spend that time doing this shit that we were told we were supposed to or just kind of the thing that i do because i can't work most jobs and i realized that very early on that like i i i used to work for like a <laughs> like a job placement place and they would just send me out to random places and i quickly learned like oh i'm not cut out for most jobs like i can't i literally couldn't sit still eight hours in most jobs and food was the only thing that I could fuck with at all. Where I'm just like, okay, I could do this, but like I could, I don't, I couldn't be in an office. I'm not an office guy. I couldn't work construction outside. I, I mean, there's like Thad's a teacher. I can't imagine fucking doing anything like that. You know, like, I don't. <laughs> I just like sit there with my phone and stuff like that, like Instagram posts, and yeah. stuff like that. Kids come up to ask him questions, and you usually like. You just like Google it. You usually cuss yeah. at him. Well, we have the internet. You don't need me. Yeah, why am I even here? Yeah, yeah it's like, hey I'm, guys, a, I'm a daycare. Listen, if you there's there's the internet. Look it up. It, it, I don't know. Like it's it's funny because like a lot of people did go through this pandemic. I'm, I've been thinking about that. Like a lot of people have gone through this, and they're like, you know, I, I could change my life, or you know, like maybe I should do this. And then some people just chose. To keep being a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some people were like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to keep, you know. The line is drawn. Exactly. This is the person I am. You yeah. know, honestly, like, I, I admire them for being so committed to the bit. You know? <laughs> committed like, to the shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, they, like yeah. they had a moment. They had, like, a, like a world-defining, like, every, yeah. like, once every three generations yeah. moment. And they were like, you know what? 
I'm a stubby piece of shit. Right, right. <laughs> like, like, for example, I don't want to use Chris King. Like, <laughs> I don't want to use him as an example. But, like, his had, Green Bronco is an example. Year. His Green Bronco yeah. is an example. Yeah, he had a whole year to be like, you know what? I'm not going to interrupt people. <laughs> I'm not going to come to people's houses and. I'm and not going to turn my them. voice into a human dog whistle. <laughs> yes, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to uh, mess around. Anyway, I'm, whatever. I'm not going to dig a hole. Uh, the Chris King hole. Is now, it? if you want a shovel, I got three, bro. <laughs> but, like, but you know, and he, he... Hold on, hold on. I, I do want to stick up. This was not Chris King's fault. This was Zach's fault. Chris King, we all know what Chris King does. Chris King is a nuclear bomb. <laughs> and Zach was like, well, I think we need more bombs on this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's rogue. He, he definitely kept, like, peeking his head around the corner, like, are you are you sure you want, you want me to do the thing or whatever? I mean, he kept the energy up in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then completely but, ruined it for this yeah. serious industry well, yeah. talk that we just had. Yeah, like, that's not his fault that you guys are bombing the second half. <laughs> well, it does seem like we're about to go into Kumbaya. <laughs> But people choose, like still can choose what's normal and familiar to them. Yeah. And I think there is a like a, a catalyst in, in, in creatives or whatnot that pushes them past that. Like they needed a little sit down timeout period to recalculate like what you had with like, your wife's like stay home and figure this out. Some people do that and some people just stay the same. And Chris is obviously a great guy that did just buy a new car. Um <laughs> Like so. we're just Bronco shaming. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't know there was a Bronco shaming. Why is but, it green? Oh, you should have seen it outside. It was very green. It was, it was super green. Yeah, I was like, oh, this stands for money. Oh, you. Oh, oh you got a car as loud as you. Good for <laughs> you. Is it electric? Oh, do you think cars say a lot about people's personalities? Yeah, I really do too. Actually, absolutely. Are you guys comfortable saying what you drive? Yeah, I'll say it. What yeah. do you drive? I drive a 2007 Buick LaCrosse. It's fucking gorgeous. It was owned by somebody's grandmother before mm. I bought it. Okay. Like a lot of my cars, yeah. yeah. I what does that it. say about you? I buy things secondhand and I run that shit into the ground. And you're gorgeous, like That's a grandmother. Like, <laughs> grandmother. like, like you a have grandmother. The, you have the looks <laughs> of a grandmother. I've always like said a that about you. Yeah. G like a G, gorgeous like a grandmother. Uh, I love my, I love my Buick. I love my shitty cars. And to I get, love my Buick. That was literally their tagline. What? That for, was literally their for tagline. Buick? Yeah. Oh shit! I'm fulfilling their prophecy, I guess. Like well, free advertising. You need to get paid for that shit. Wait, Leo, Leo, what was your car? Yeah. Uh, I, so I lease right now, but I have a 2017, 2019 uh, Rav4. Oh, I love my car. Tells me you're an Asian that's going to a rave <laughs> in 1997. Uh, my weatherized package shows you that uh, I just like it because my dogs can get in it and not fuck the fabric up. Uh, okay. Mm. And I got a really good deal on it. So maybe I am Asian? I don't know. Is that a racist thing to say? <laughs> Are you Asian? I don't know. Okay. Not yet. You're getting very close. No, I am not. I am 100% white. It's Let's not even like play around Have with that. Have you ever done a 23andMe? I've not, no. Okay. You don't know that you're not Asian, though. I can tell you, based on where my parents are from, I'm not Asian. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, my grandmother and my mom's side did genealogy, and that entire side of the family came to America like hundreds of years ago. So they did the pre twenty three and me basically. Yeah, they yeah. did like the follow the records back, and this, then my dad's side of the family all came through Ellis Island from Germany, okay. uh, Germany Austria ish. Now we're getting in like the nineteen twenties. What what is Ranson like? Uh, uh, so it's my dad's side of the family's name. Uh, it's actually a really common last name in uh, area that's like right between Germany and France. Mm. Um, they added an e to it when they came in, but um, which is why you think it's Ranson instead uh. of Ranson. But hmm. yeah, no. So like the name, the name itself comes from my my dad's dad, obviously. Um, but they were all from like the French German border before they emigrated to the U.S. And what were they doing during World War Two? My grandparents, yeah, fighting in the navy. Yeah, what side? Our side. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> wait, no, wait, wait, what is our side? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say the U.S. Okay. Because they were fighting Nazis. The Nowadays, allies, the, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 that's yeah. more appropriate. Both of my grandfathers were in the navy. Uh, my dad's father ran supply ships in the Atlantic. My mom's father ran supply ships in the Pacific. Well, Lil, you've passed. This is a game we like to play. Your family is not a Nazi, right? This is not going to tell you 100%. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm, it's a dangerous game. Yeah, it, it really is. It, we've some people quite come, a few. Quite a few. Right. Some yeah. people come. I've met people. They're like, oh, yeah, I. Uh, my family fought for the yeah. Nazis. My dad was Hitler. Yeah, well, <laughs> they came that. here. Then they they start. Yeah, it was. Wait, did Hitler have kids? Hitler didn't have kids, did he? Several. Really? I, I actually think yeah, he did. Yeah, he produced offspring. Can you imagine like just being born into a world like not knowing anything at all? 
Then you grow up and you're just like, oh, you're that guy's your dad, and then your whole life's fucked because of it. Hitler ruined a last name, a mustache. Like he ruined a lot of things. I usually have a mustache. I shaved in the I shave in the shower blindly. Okay, and one of those times, like I nicked it. And I thought, oh gosh, if I even it out on both sides, I'm going to look like Charlie, Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. <laughs> but Hitler was the second one. Yeah, uh, completely ruined a whole style. But Michael yeah. Jordan leaned into it. But I, he tried. I he tried I to bring it back. Which I, I, I got to say, if someone could bring back the Hitler mustache, I, it, it would have been Jordan. And, and I the think fact that, that it failed shows the staying yeah. power of that mustache brand. Precisely, yeah. you know, precisely right. my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And I, I, I will say, I'll go on record as saying. Um, I feel bad for that style of mustache. The mustache didn't do anything wrong. It, the, the, I'll be honest, I don't because it looks fucking ridiculous. The square mustache. I feel like only so certain Context, people could, could pull it off. Yeah. No, I, I, I take I, away the whole atrocity and genocide. Yeah, take away all of that and look at a picture and be I like, think no, that looks good. No Charlie, one said Charlie that Chaplin when they looked had, at that. Guy. Charlie Chaplin. I feel like Charlie Chaplin rocked that shit. Who's a hunk, who's a hunk that? these days that could pull off a Charlie Chaplin? Like, uh, Charlie Chaplin wore that as a joke. It made him funnier. That I feel was the like whole point. Yeah. I f- <laughs> oh, there you go. If it's not a Polizzi, it's a Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say Ryan Gosling, but yeah, maybe uh, Ben Polizzi could bring it back. I feel like with his attitude, Bill Burr could pull it off. Bill Burr, I mean, he's got a very bald white head. I don't know. I think I think if you have that mustache, you got to have a real head of hair but on it. You got to have a what real... If it's a, what if it's a strawberry Hitler, though? You know what I mean? Oh. Like, it's a strawberry blonde Hitler. Strawberry like, Hitler? That's yeah, the like, worst flavor of ice cream I've ever I mean, heard that's, that's, I mean, <laughs> listen... Like Bill Burr would do it. Like I mean, yeah. they could could do it. Is what I'm saying. He has the potential to maybe bring back the the Hitler. I think it needs like you know like a little bit of a like a, a tint change. So maybe a strawberry Hitler would Jake, be the. See, I feel like the only person question. who could do it. Go I feel ahead. like the only person who could do it would be Idris Elba. Honestly. Oh, oh yeah, oh, no, he shit. can. He can because he's oh, got the shit. accent. Wow, he's got the accent. Yeah. He's got the wow. skin. Leal. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying if we're ever gonna like if 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 it's gonna get reclaimed, I feel yeah. like he's the one who has to lead the way. Man, I, that, that you had a question. I'm sorry. No, my question was, and this is an honest question. Yeah. Do you did you find Hitler attractive in the pictures? Like, do you think he's a good looking guy? No, no, right. I do not think he's attractive. There's no way you could say that, even if he did, probably, huh? Well, I'm gonna. I answered honestly, okay, but good. like with all of that background. Wait, you think yes. there's a bunch of people that are secretly horny for Hitler, but because of what he did, they're like, I can't say he this. He looks sickly. Like, I you can't. Know, he, like, Hitler's not fuckable. No. I forget what he looks like. <laughs> it's not great. Somebody <laughs> showed that a picture. That, okay. That Guys, sounds, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not sure how we ended on Strawberry Hitler, but here we are. <laughs> here we strawberry are. Hit. <laughs> strawberry Hitler. Strawberry Hitler Seventeen. <laughs> Can you drop a beat for me there, Zach? Leo Ranson, thank you so much for being on the show and being a good sport, uh, being talked over the first half of the episode. Uh, Man, you did a great job. Really appreciate it. Um, where can people find you and follow you on social media, or do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no, yeah, I, my social media is mostly private because I say things on there that I don't want the world to see. Vita? Uh, yeah, you can come see me at Vita. Uh, I work behind the bar almost every day that we're open, Tuesday through Saturday. Thanks. Um... Outside of that, go see my wife at Bodie because that place is way radder Hell and yeah. way cooler. Yeah, um, yeah, great bar program. She does some mad work there. Um, Jake works there too. So, what's one thing you're doing right now at uh, Vita behind the bar that you guys are you're really excited about? Oh man, uh, man, I, I think our wine selection right now is really, really, really great with our food that we have. Honestly, we've got like a Pinot Noir and a Pasta Ground that are really fantastic. We've got a new Sauvignon Blanc that I'll probably drop this week as far as like moving stuff off the menu. We just got this new uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from Panetta's, which is really rad. It, it drinks like new and old world had a baby. It's like super duper cool. It's like dusty and old, but like still fruit forward. Really, really cool. Nice. Um, I'm really excited about like some of the drink menus we're going to do going into like fall and winter. We're starting to like think about that, which is really cool. I've got like a Boulevardier riff that I'm going to do with Salerno and Campari, Campari and uh, whiskey with a little bit of sparkling rosé. It's going to be like a sparkling Negroni Boulevardier riff. Let's Fuck go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's really good. Jay so. Johnson. Bodie. I'm at Bodie. Nice. Loving it. Come say what's up. You can say what's up tonight. Monday is when this episode comes out. I do bartend on Mondays. So okay. Come say what's up. We do have a new cocktail menu coming out. If not this week. We're testing it. And then... I think next... Yeah, this week's training. Next week it'll drop on Wednesday. Thank so you, Leal. from Wednesday. Leal, yeah. 
appreciate the the assist there. Uh, I mean, I work there too, actually. So I if you're really, listening, you if you're listening to this episode on Monday and you're really thirsty, wait a week. Yeah. And then go to Bodie. But also <laughs> come say what's up whenever. Yeah. Uh, also, Red Fly Comedy does have a show coming up August 11th at Almost Famous. Thursday, Boom. August 11th. Tickets are still available. Uh, Almost Famous is the best venue to go see an open mic show so for great. sure. That's good. Uh, Kelly Collette is the fucking headliner. Come say what's up. It's going to be a good time. Red Fly Comedy, August 11th, Almost Famous. Daddy's Jake. Hey, I'll be at Almost Famous as well. I'll be uh, on the lineup doing some jokes. And uh, you can find me at, at Fab McKee on all social media platforms. Jack Rome. And actually, there is a uh, Sex with Hitler game oh. that was released this year on okay. the Steam gaming platform. Did you know about this ahead of time? No, I just found it. <laughs> okay, so I, was that's just, what I was just curious to know how deep you went into this, <laughs> the Hitler game, you know. Yeah, universe. no, I just I typed hot for Hitler and saw what came up. Uh, and that's uh, what I'd u- like to use my plug for. Yeah, I can't wait till your search history gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> wait, uh, wait, time out. Sex, like, is it sex positions with Hitler? No, so apparently it's in, like, the rubble of his old life and he wants to start anew. And so there's, like, five female protagonists that, you know, you're supposed to woo. Oh, okay. We got some new merch at uh, hardbrunch.com. None Good of it is Hitler related, by the way. None of it. Not a one. Not a one. Not even the ones you think are. Yeah. <laughs> and if if you listen to the first half of the show and you're like, man, I love Chris King. That guy's hilarious. Or if you listen to the first half of the show and you're like, I hope this guy dies. <laughs> We do have our R.I.P. Chris King shirts available at harder, HarderBrunch.com, so you can pretend that you just came from Chris King's funeral. I have six of them that I just bought. <laughs> I'm very excited for. Um, if you wanted to be a sustaining Patreon member, go to Patreon.com backslash HarderBrunch, and uh, you can listen to our After Brunch podcast. We always have a comedian on. It's, uh, it's always lively. It's always a fun time. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.